0: When one begins a review of the facts from a position of unbelief in God's word the conclusion reached will be upside down even 180 degrees out from the reality of the truth pure truth is spiritually discerned when Jesus speaks of the holy ghost in John 14:16 and 17 he calls him the spirit of truth Jesus speaks to Thomas in John 14:6 Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. One thinks of truth as cold, hard facts, but truth is first a spirit. Pure truth is spiritual and can only be spiritually discerned. In contrast to the unbeliever, when one approaches a review of the facts from a position of faith in Christ Jesus and God's holy word, THE SPIRIT OF TRUTH WILL BEGIN TO TEACH. THE CONCLUSION THE BELIEVER WILL REACH WILL BE THE TRUTH, EVEN THE ABSOLUTE TRUTH, AND THAT'S IN ALL MATTERS, SPIRITUAL AND PHYSICAL. WHEN WE APPROACH THE SCRIPTURES WITH EAR BOWED DOWN AND reverent SURRENDER, THE MAJORITY TEXT HOLY BOOK BEGINS TO SPEAK ABSOLUTE TRUTHS. ARROGANCE IS NOT TOLERATED, AND IN ITS PRESENCE NO REVELATIONS WILL FLOW. One of evolution's late icons, Carl Sagan, suggested, if God actually authored the Bible, wouldn't you think he would have at least made some profound pronouncements in Genesis, the first book of the Bible? Students of the Scriptures were shocked at such appalling ignorance. Mr. Sagan's ear was not bowed down. The book was shut to him. Have you yet to be born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Jesus shows the way to becoming part of the kingdom of God and how to enter into eternal life itself. In John chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Today, you can bow down your ear in childlike faith, repent of sin, and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord of all, and everything in your life will change absolutely everything. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Today, all of your sin and shame will be erased, and every one of Satan's bondages broken. Today will be the best day of your life, and as you travel Route 7 north obedience, Tomorrow will be better. This opportunity is just minutes away. Follow me from your heart in this simple prompt, and you will participate in the truth of the matter and interact in the miracle greater than the creation of the universe itself. Are you ready? Here we go. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Do it. We'll wait for you here. Now for today's subject. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, Genesis chapter 5, 1 through 6. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him, male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness, after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died." AND SETH LIVED A HUNDRED AND FIVE YEARS IN begat ENOS. GOD SAID GENESIS 7, 1-4. through 4, AND THE LORD SAID UNTO NOAH, COME THOU AND ALL THY HOUSE INTO THE ARK. FOR THEE HAVE I SEEN RIGHTEOUS BEFORE ME IN THIS GENERATION. OF EVERY CLEAN BEAST, THOU SHALT TAKE TO THEE BY SEVENS, THE MALE AND HIS FEMALE. AND OF BEASTS THAT ARE NOT CLEAN BY TWO, THE MALE AND HIS FEMALE a fowl's also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. Man said, I don't have the inclination or the time to seek God and his so-called Bible. I'm off to the football game." and then to a great party. Well, I'll drink too much, lust after anybody, maybe get into an argument or a fight, wreck my vehicle and puke on myself. (laughs) That's the truth. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said feature article 976 that will once again fully certify the inerrant perfection of the Holy Bible, God's beautiful book. All of these powerful features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. Take advantage of four highly beneficial God said man said features. One, you have questions, God has answers. Whatever your question type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Three, imagine you can download nearly 400 hours of God said man said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. And number four, Sign up for the God Said, Man Said weekly broadcast, and fresh bread will be delivered to you, God willing, every Thursday eve. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. Psalms 119, verse 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. How could a book of words be life to those who embrace it, and death to those who don't? How could just a book be revered and loved by the childlike, but reviled and hated by worldly scholars and their adherents? How could a book that covers the history of the world in precise detail, whose last writings were penned nearly 2,000 years ago, destroy the bitter arguments of all its detractors, every single one? How could this ancient book be supernaturally inerrant on every subject on which it decides to put forth in spite of the rigorous rebuke of the carnal world's brightest? How could such a book reveal unto me where I came from, why I am here, and where I am personally going, simply who I am, when the rest of the progeny of Adam is trying to find themselves? How does one single book written thousands of years ago, stand forth in the glare of science's latest discovery and outshines them all. How could a book perfectly instruct regarding the interaction of the physical and the spiritual, even supernatural worlds, and how to navigate back and forth when the fields of psychology and parapsychology stumble in the dark? How could this old book be the compendium of perfect knowledge on all things as diverse as creation itself, to moral social conduct, psychological and physical health, diet, and so much more. How could this amazing book open the door of sweet communion with God and even eternal life? The answer? This book is a person. Revelation 19.13 speaks of Jesus Christ and says, And his name is called the Word of God. All the books ever written must bow the knee to this one and only book. In this God Said, Man Said series, dubbed the Six Thousands, it is being made abundantly clear that the earth and its universe is just over 6,000 years of age, and not billions, as the spirit of unbelief projects, and we have the proof pouring in from scientific research. When today's research is presented, unmassaged by evolution's theories, spawned in the deceivableness of unrighteousness, you will see young. After 14-plus billion years of Evo time, isn't it a shock to you that today's certified research shouts 6,000? Uh, That's just point zero 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 four percent of proposed time. How did all these great happenings get clumped into such a short period of time? There is no time beyond 6,029 years because the earth, its universe, and all of its life forms simply did not exist. Keep an eye on the numbers as we move forward. In the October 2017 issue of Discover Magazine, you'll find the following excerpts under the heading 20 Things You Didn't Know About Animal Domestication. The chicken. However, now the world's uh, most common domestic animal dates back to a mere 4,000 or so years. Most researchers believe that gallus gallus, the red jungle fowl, was first domesticated in East or Southeast Asia. Subsequent genetic studies have supported the NCC deficit hypothesis, stands for neural crest cells, most recently in an April report in Science on the sequencing of 14 ancient horse genomes up to 4,100 years old. That's close to the estimated dawn of domesticated horses some 5,500 years ago. Sheep were domesticated twice as long ago as horses with goats, 10,500 years ago, pigs and humpless cattle, both about 10,300 years ago, hot on their heels. Dogs have the distinction of being the first animal humans domesticated and the only one before the advent of agriculture. A 2016 paleogenetic study found two doggy domestication events perhaps 14,000 years ago, one in Europe and a second in East Asia. The latter population eventually spread west and replaced the former. There's genetic evidence for a similar double domestication in cats too. In June, a study in Nature's Ecology and Evolution found the African wildcat Felis silvestris libica, was first domesticated regionally in the nearest, Near East, excuse me, before 4,400 BC. End of quotes. Some of the numbers are inflated, but I think you get the idea all of a sudden. The pigeon is a wonder to science. What a marvel of God's creation. In the July-August issue of Discover Magazine, you'll find the following paragraphs under the heading Pigeons. Bird-brained? The uncanny intelligence of pigeons has been an obsession of many scientists. In the 1950s, psychologist B. F. Skinner, known for his work on learning and behavior, taught the birds to play ping-pong. He also trained them to guide missiles through the sky by pecking at a screen when they saw the weapons intended targets. But military officials were skeptical of the feathered pilots' reliability and accuracy and scrapped the idea. Still, the birds are one of the few species to pass the mirror test, which assesses a critter's ability to recognize its own reflection, indicating it as a concept of self. Only about six other animals have this ability. Pigeons also beat out babies and toddlers in recognizing the letters of the alphabet and understanding categories. They can even distinguish between human faces and understand certain facial expressions. And hearkening back to their missile-guiding days, in 2015, scientists trained pigeons to spot cancer in medical images, providing keen insight into how to improve cancer screening technologies. Fly away home. It's no secret these avians are adept at finding their way home, a skill known fittingly as homing. But how they do it still stumps experts. Some scientists think pigeons navigate using Earth's magnetic field. In 2012, a group reported that when pigeons were exposed to magnetic fields, certain brain stem cells for their inner ears activated. The scientists theorize these cells could signal the direction, intensity, and polarity of our planet's magnetic field, giving pigeons a built-in GPS. Because pigeons have sensitive hearing and remarkable memory, some experts suspect the flyers actually create sound maps, allowing them to navigate using specific audio signatures as landmarks. Other researchers suggest they use the sun. Certain environmental cues, or even their sense of smell for direction, and yet another camp claims the birds can actually follow roads. Maybe one day we'll home in on the answer. In the nineteen uh, excuse me, in the 1800s, businesses such as Reuters News Agency in Germany used the birds more reliable than telegraphs and faster than any transportation of the time to carry communications about breaking news in the stock market. In 1855, Charles Darwin begins studying and breeding pigeons, informing his book on the origin of species. About 5,000 years ago, the first proof of pigeon domestication appears in writings etched in ancient Mesopotamian cuneiform tablets and Egyptian hieroglyphics, end of quotes. You got that? 5,000 years ago. No matter where they search, they always end up here. Consider this excerpt from the July 13, 2013 issue of Science News under the heading of Extinct Wolf May Have Begat Dogs. Researchers have long assumed that dogs branched off from a still-living wolf species. Geneticists have combed the world looking for wolf populations that most closely resemble dogs genetically and concluded that the dogs originated in the Middle East or Southeast Asia, end of quote. As you should suspect, the dog population today came from one male and one female on Noah's Ark, which landed on the mountains of Ararat, which are located in Turkey, a Eurasian country that bridges southeastern Europe and southwestern Asia. The researchers identified the correct area, Bishop Usher, in his very accurate tome, published in 1658, titled The Annals of the World, supplies the date when Noah and all aboard the ark disembarked. The date, according to Usher, was Thursday, December 18, 2348 B.C., or 4,367 years ago. This feature is being published in the year 2019, Anno Domini. The headline of the January 19, 2019 issue of Science News reads, Oldest Known Plague Case Found. And the subhead reads, Diseases' origins traced back at least 5,000 years in Europe. Keep this in mind. After Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit, the law of sin and death began its reign. Excerpts from Science News follow. A long-dead Scandinavian woman has yielded bacterial DNA showing that she contracted the earliest known case of the plague in humans. DNA extracted from the woman's teeth comes from a newly identified and the oldest yet found strain of Yersinia pestis, the bacterium that causes plague, researchers report online December 6, in Cell. The woman's bone, which date from 5,040 to 4,867 years ago, were unearthed nearly 20 years ago in a mass grave at an ancient farming site in Sweden. Comparisons of the Y-Pestis strain with other ancient and modern strains suggest that an early plague epidemic emerged more than 5,000 years ago in densely populated farming communities in eastern europe and what is today moldovia romania and ukraine then the plague spread elsewhere via trade routes evolutionary geneticist simon Ramson of the university of copenhagen and colleagues conclude that ancient acad- epidemic apparently contributed to sharp population declines in europe that began by at least the time of the scandinavian woman's death dna comparisons Let the researchers calculate that the Scandinavian woman's plague strain is the oldest Y-pestis variant identified so far. Based on a statistical model on how the bacterium evolved, the scientists estimate that the strain probably diverged from other Y-pestis forms about 5,700 years ago. A Eurasian plague variant previously dated to between 4,800 and 3,700 years ago, the oldest known until now, originated around 5300 years ago the team calculates a form of the plague ancestral to present-day strains probably emerged in east asia about 5100 years ago end of quotes god's days all began in the evening he establishes this principle on day 1 in genesis chapter 1 verse 5 and god called the light day and the darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day. According to Bishop Usher, God began to create the world on the evening of Sunday, September 21, 4004 B.C. When science's research speaks, absent evolution's deceivableness of unrighteousness, it shouts 6,000. God's word is true and righteous altogether. It is a place to build a life that will last forever. Approach the facts in faith, and everything makes sense. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, Genesis 5, 1 through 6, This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. And Adam lived and a hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness, after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were 800 years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. And Seth lived a 105 years, and begat Enos. God said, Genesis 7, verses 1 through 4. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation." Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female. And of the beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. Of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth, for yet seven days. And I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. Man said, I don't have the inclination or the time to seek God in his so-called Bible. I'm off to the football game and then to a great party where I'll drink too much, lust after anybody, maybe get into an argument or a fight, wreck my vehicle and puke on myself. Now you have the record.